Hello and welcome to the Beatles World Cup, where 213 Beatles songs have been put into a giant box, just like licorice all sorts. And what we've been doing is eating all the yucky ones first, you know, like the the the, the really sort of solid licorice bits that no one ever likes. Uh, and uh, and by the end of it, we should be left with the nice one that's got all the little like uh, buttons on it. Right. You know, Jono, I um I don't eat a lot of licorice. I like the red licorice. But eating a lot of licorice in general, it does bad things to your body. Right, well, that's ruined the joke for the intro, but that's all good, Rob. Anyway, uh, oh, yes, no. hi. It what is, was the joke? That's fine. Well, just no, the general vibe. Oh, never mind. Gosh, we're up to heat 48 if we haven't got it right by now. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Beatles World Cup. So uh, this week, a bit of a change in that normally we have four songs per week to talk about. This week and for the next uh, four weeks, we will only be having three just like a weird mathematical thing we've had to do to fit the whole you know thing into heats and everything don't there's a spreadsheet just don't worry about it we're all good (laughs) uh rob what were the three songs we picked out last week the songs this week john are a taste of honey from please please me do you want to know a secret also from please please me and not a second time from with the beatles let's crack into it this is heat 48 of the beatles world cup Yes, indeed, and it feels like it's breakfast time because we're kicking things off with a taste of honey. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Some honey on some muesli or something. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We don't have the budget. Uh, back to- Sorry. <laughs> back to my notes then. Um, a-, a track I didn't have a lot of time for when I was a kid, Jono. I'm talking like, you know, I'm 10 years old and I haven't had my first kiss. Well, first oh. proper kiss, I should say. I do remember scandalising my year two class uh, with a girl called Dana once. We kissed a few times in class and scandalised all the kids. I was about seven or so. But anyway, I digress. Um basically think I'm, I'm young and I'm listening to this and it's slightly overwrought and it's about kisses like honey and returning for the honey and it's and it's all slightly twee and boring and I really wasn't down for it when I was a kid then it sort of slept in my mind for many many years and and now I listen to it and I think okay I understand the vibe more there are some nice chord changes in there still doesn't wow me as a song though but I appreciate it a whole lot more than I did when I was young um, Rob, can I just say, I really, I think basically by the end of this whole series, mm-hmm. if we take all the little bits of information about your life, we'll be able to have like a full <laughs> autobiography <laughs> quite, at some, at some points quite deep and, um, mm. almost a bit too, like a bit, bit too much information, but we'll definitely know a lot about you by the end of it. Oh, re- so, okay. Wouldn't that be fun? Let's do that. Wouldn't that- <laughs> <laughs> Bonus episode. Or not. I mean, I don't know. Um, yes, A Taste of Honey. Um, this doesn't even sound like the Beatles. Like, you, if you listen to this, you probably just go, I don't know who it is. Because it sounds old. Like, it sounds mm. older than them. I think it's just that sort of uh, weird, like, the sort of sound sounds like um, those sort of Western songs. They've got that yeah. sort of slight detached, echoey sound to it. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? 
Yeah, I know what you mean. The production certainly leans into that. I think the background to this song is interesting, Jono, because it was originally an instrumental for a stage play mm. in the in the US, and then at a later date, it grew some lyrics and some guy recorded it, and somehow. Just like the way the guys would all be onto the latest R and B releases from black artists, Paul was right onto this, and he somehow knew about this instrumental for a stage play that now had lyrics and now was a song. And he was like, "Let's record it." And Lennon wasn't into it. He said it was more of Paul's granny music, and used to refer to it as a waste of money rather than a taste of honey. <laughs> Um, and it's believed that it was George Martin and Brian Epstein who said, no, 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 put this on the album. You know, we might get some more mature listeners as well if we have a song like this on there. So even they knew it was a different sounding thing for the okay. band. Okay, I'm going to take that trivia and I'm going to go one layer deeper. Oh, yeah. A Taste of Honey, the stage play. Mm-hmm. Uh, a line from that is what inspired Paul McCartney to write Your Mother Should Know. Right. Okay. How's that for deep cut? That is extremely deep cut. Yeah. Um, I, I quite like the fact this sounds different. Uh, it doesn't really. It sounds like the production's slightly, slightly, uh, you know, adapted. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like the fact that it doesn't sound like them. So I'm not entirely sure how this could ever be, you know, a contender when it doesn't actually sound like the Beatles. Uh, that's a very fair comment to make. Mm. I'll say no more on that for now. There we go. That's my mm. thought. All right, on to the next one. Do you want to know a secret? And weirdly, this one here, like, this sounds like a cover. It's the yes. Beatles, but it sounds like they're covering somebody, but they're not. It's theirs. No. Yeah, no, I, I know. I know. And, and it's another Please Please Me track that I wasn't into as a kid. I think it was down to the opening chords and George warbling away. You know, this wasn't John or Paul singing. You know, what was this? Oh, yuck. You know... But do you know what sold me more on it, Jono? And you probably will know. What? Remembrance of the Daleks. Oh. Yes, yes. folks. The 1988 Doctor Who adventure that blew us Whovians all away. Um, I can already sense the work bestie rolling her eyes here on the train. She's probably thinking, oh, God, he's going to talk about Doctor Who. And yes, I bloody well am. After 48 weeks or so, I'm going to talk about Doctor Who. Because it plays in one of the cafe scenes. Which may actually be, Jono, why I have these fantasies, jukebox fantasies about sitting in a cafe with the Beatles playing. Did it stay, did they keep, because I know there's been lots of copyright issues with Beatles songs being used back in the day. Was it it the original or was it a cover that they used in... Back in 88, it was the original, but if anyone grabs the DVD of the story today, I believe it's a cover version. I believe it's... Is it Billy J. Kramer and the Dakotas or something like that? And that's on the DVD. Um, but I remember watching this go out live. I remember taping it and watching it, you know, a dozen times. So I distinctly remember the Beatles version in Doctor Who. Huh. Yeah. Here we go. Um, apparently, uh, they gave it to George or wrote it for George because it only had three notes. <laughs> And John <laughs> well, said, he wasn't a very good sing. singer at the time. He's got a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. And look, and I think production-wise, it was a bit throwaway as well. They they rushed through the production. I mean, George Flubbs, one of the lines, he says, I've known a secret for the week or two instead of for a week or two. Uh, and Macca freely admits to making m- some mistakes on the bass, which is very uncharacteristic for him. 
But yes, Lennon saw it. Oh, it's a three note sort of thing. George can have a crack. And I think it's the first Lennon McCartney song that George ever sang. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of suits George as well. Oh, very much so. I, I, again, as a kid, mm, not sure about this. And then I sort of saw it in that cafe setting and thought, oh, that's actually quite a groovy little song. Mm. And I got into it around then. So I must have been about 13 or so. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Do you want to know a secret? Very, yeah, it still completely throws me that it's not a, it's not a cover. It just feels so covery. I know. I know exactly what you're saying. It sounds like a real classic, you know, pop rock song sort of thing. Which is interesting because like if it was a cover... Would we now be going, oh, that's nice. Nice little <laughs> cover to put in the box with the covers. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Weird. All right. I'm on to our final track for today. Not a second time. Yeah. Third track this week that feels tonally very similar to the other tracks here. It's all early Beatles. It's all shuffly drums. You know, all good vocal deliveries. It's a decent enough lyric. And it's quite interesting to have a piano plonking away through the whole song. And it even has a little solo spot at one stage. Um, it's not a very long track, however. It feels like more of a sketch of a song. It sort of starts and it's, oh, okay, that's all we've got. Knock it on the head. <laughs> it's over. And that's, and speaking of that, you're, you're over with it as well. Not, not well, a lot to say, I, I, I do have more points, but I thought I'd give you a chance to talk rather than just going on and on. Uh, um. I don't really have a lot to say about this one. It was covered by Robert Palmer, and it was covered by The Pretenders. Robert Robert Addicted to Love Palmer? Robert, Johnny and Mary Palmer? <laughs> Is that who we're talking? Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer? Wow. I'd have to hear that. I, I wonder how he would do it. Um, I'm really intrigued now. I also... So, the another sort of random reference from it. I'm not sure if it's in the movie, but certainly in the book... Doctor Sleep, which is Stephen King's sequel to The Shining. Right. This song features played by a baby. <laughs> Pl- played by a baby played or mimed by, by a no, baby? Played by a baby, apparently on uh, in, on a piano in, in a mysterious room somewhere. All very creepy. Wow. Mm, but I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know if it's translated over to that or not. I have no idea. Hmm. I have a fun story about this track, Jono, and that's that a Times of London journo wrote a, a story where he was talking about the song, and he went on and on about how it had aeolian cadence and the final chords of the song echoed Mahler's Song of the Earth and all of this sort of stuff, and Lennon said the journo was an imbecile. <laughs> Lennon was just trying to write something like Smokey Robinson, and these were the these are just the chords, you know? Um and it makes me think about music criticism or just criticism of anything, really, you know, film criticism and so on. People say all this stuff and it's sometimes just wank. Mm. And the artist themselves has never even heard of the thing they're supposed to be doing. You know, I, I felt that a lot at uni. I did uh, literature as one of my two majors. And in literature classes, I felt that a lot. But, you know, it's just wank. <laughs> or as Lennon would say in the backbeat film, it's just dick. It's all dick. <laughs> ah, I wasn't expecting to hear the word wank three times um, But in this episode oh, this, this all good? No, definitely not Definitely not um, Yeah, yeah I just don't sorry, I, This has registered nothing with me Not a second time, I'm afraid um, Okay, so you listen to it twice Doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad Not, no <laughs> Very good um, 
Is it a song you listen to the second time? Possibly not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. All right. Let's get into it uh, then. Our three tracks for this week. A Taste of Honey, Do You Want to Know a Secret? Not a Second Time. I mean, I, I know what I'm picking. I think it's fairly obvious what I'm picking. And if you don't pick this one, it would be very strange to me. But I'm going to go first this week. Okay. Of course, it's Do You Want to Know a Secret? Ding! Agree. There we go. Easy one. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's not a taste of bloody honey. That's no, or not a second time. No, mm. it's do you want to know a secret? Yeah, not just for the Doctor Who reference. Yeah, but I, I, I have no, I've said it before. I just love the fact that it's actually written by them, and yet it feels yeah. kind of like iconic cover version. But no, no, brilliant. Think of think of the George sung songs that haven't gone through, and now think of this one going through. Mm. It's a very strange World Cup at it is, times. It is a strange. It is very strange, especially when there's only three. Uh, so yeah. yes, do you want to know a secret? Congratulations, you've gone through. Uh, we need to pick out another three songs for the next heat because the heats okay. are the heats are winding up. Okay, yep. let's do this. Oh. Mia, I think we're even down to sort of single figures now. Wow. On the old box. All right, first up. Oh, here we go. I knew there were a few classics still to come up. I want to hold yeah. your hand. Oh, fantastic. Uh, oh, <laughs> ticket to ride. <laughs> oh, from help. Is it going to be one of those weeks? I don't know. It'll probably be a dodge. <laughs> I saw her standing there. No, Jono. No, we can't have a week like that. <laughs> We've just had a week like this. That's, oh, that's God. long and winding road and whatever else we had that week again yep. yesterday and such. Yeah, oh, no. I want to hold oh, your hand. No. Ticket to ride. I saw her standing there. Calling in sick next week. You need a replacement. Get the work bestie in. Goodness. <laughs> I mean, wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm up oh, for it. We I'll gird my loins. Okay. <laughs> Hey, um, if you want to get in touch, the uh, Beatles World Cup at gmail.com is our email address. At Beatles World Cup is our Twitter handle. We're also on Facebook. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we can just you know, drop us a little five star review if you really yeah. want to get in touch and communicate to us in the most positive of ways. That'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Join us next week. It is going to be Heat 49 of the Beatles World Cup. Oh, only three to go. <laughs> Madness. We will see you then. See you then. Bye.